0: Hey, y'all, I'm Denise, and this is my podcast, Uncomfortably Cozy. Um, As a survivor of domestic violence, depression, and broken relationships, um, I created Uncomfortably Cozy for women to be empowered by the testimonies of other women who open their hearts to share their pain, trauma, and triumphs of life. I hope that from this podcast, you embark on a journey of healing and freedom so that you can walk boldly in the life that's ahead of you. So settle in because the topics are uncomfortable, but the vibe is always cozy. Okay, so on this episode of Uncomfortably Cozy, uh, we're actually going to do a little q and uh, I have uh, my friend here, a good girlfriend of mine, uh, in the background, and she's going to be asking me some questions um, so that all of our Uncomfortably Cozy tribe can get more familiar with who I am um so that we can kick this thing off but first of all is the mug that i really want to try to get into um i found this mug i'm obsessed with it but the thing that like the artwork is amazing but on the inside it has like little words that says together we have it all and i'm like yes so let's get into that um but okay focus um so yeah so that was that so she's gonna go ahead quick off uh, kick off with the questions um and we're just gonna head and dive right in so i'll hand it over
1: who is Danny Sykes?
0: Oh, child. Um, who am I? I am a woman um, who has been through hell and back. Is that correct? Can I say that? Um, I've been through the fire, but um, I think I'm resilient. Um, I love God with all my heart. Um, I'm a friend I'm a mom um, and honestly outside of all of that I'm still trying to figure it out I think that's part of my truth I think that this journey is not just for other people it's also a journey for me um, even though I've had my my life is life is given it to me um, I'm really at the place now where I'm just trying to figure that out outside of those things I feel like there's so much more so that will be the best way I can answer that question
1: what are three staples from your childhood that have shaped the woman that you are today?
0: Oh, um the death of my f- dad, my father dying. He died when I was 7. Um and in there there's a whole bunch of other stuff, but there was a lot of pivotal um things that happened with that that shaped a lot of the stuff that went into um like my old years, specifically my teenage years. Um, the next thing I would say would be, um, there was a moment when, um, my mother had found out that, um, I wanted to uh, commit suicide and she told me like, look, I got some, some blades in there and basically just told me how to do it. Um, and I think that shaped, um, um a lot about me also and the last one what would the third one be I think it would be hmm, I think it would be my virginity um losing my virginity at the age that I did um I think all three of those things kind of tie into um many of the decisions that I've made with relationships um, much of what I tied my identity to, um, lots of the like lack of confidence that I had in myself. Um, so I think all three of those things um, played a huge role in um, a lot of the experiences that I had.
1: Um, what do you feel inspired you to start Uncomfortably Cozy?
0: Jack, cause life is ghetto. Um... <laughs> because life is ghetto. Um, But mainly speaking, like a lot of the things that I went through in my life, I always thought that it was just me. And so when I was facing things, it seemed like everybody else around me had all of their stuff together. And I was the one on the outside that was just, just, just struggling with stuff. Whether it was homelessness, um, whether it was never having enough money, low-paying jobs, um, all of those things. I had my my oldest daughter when I was in my twenties, and I was just like this single mom who just couldn't complete anything. Um, and so I always had this isolating feeling that. Um, I was alone, and that nobody can relate um, to anything I was going through. And I think it was also the response of the people that was around me um, that made it seem as if, like, girl, you, you, like, what, what is happening? Um, and so I lived a huge part of my life with that heavy burden that it is just me and not being able to speak up for myself. And when I did speak up for myself, there was so much like condemnation um, that came from that. And so Uncomfortably Cozy truly is a place where women can not only hear the stories, but be encouraged and inspired to share their stories so that they are not living in silence and broke from, you know, and just being broken, feeling that they're alone. So that's why this platform is very important to me.
1: And if you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be?
0: Joshie fought hard. <laughs> she she fought hard. She she didn't give up. She fought hard. But um, I think that would be the second thing. I, I truly want people to know the love that I, I have for God. Um, I always put my imperfections on display because there are so many of them, but I think it, it helps me be in a place of humility. Um, and so I am this imperfect person full of flaws. Um, and I love God and I have a passion to, um, just grow in him and find myself in him. Um, but then I want people to know like she fought hard. I always be like, I had boxing gloves on like all my life. And so, um, that she loved God and she fought and she gave it all that she had.
1: That's amazing. And if you could go back um, and give your 18-year-old self a piece of advice, what would it be?
0: Girl, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Like, don't, don't, none of it. Um, but the, probably, like, the real advice that I would give would be um, believe in yourself. Like, believing yourself. 18-year-old me was so sad. 18-year-old me, oh, I, said, I said I wouldn't go. I'm crying already. Um, 18-year-old me was sad. And um, 18-year-old me didn't finish high school. You know, I didn't, I didn't go past um, ninth, ninth grade, ninth or tenth grade. I believe it was ninth. And so I was enrolled in high school for four years, um, but it was full of cutting school and it was full of like I was working and I was fighting to really get from out of my, my circumstance because home was very hard. Um, and I wish I would not have let that consume me so much. So I would go back and tell 18 year old me to, to keep going um, and, 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 and you're not a victim, you know, so um, that would probably be what I would say.
1: What encouragement would you give to the woman that you are becoming this year?
0: Do you um, want to take a moment? No, I think I'm okay. Um, what encouragement? That's a really good question. Um, I think the encouragement I would I would give the woman that I'm becoming. Um, Is that all of that meant something? Um, all of it was for a reason, um, and just keep like really trusting God. I think um, that's probably one of the hardest things um, for me to do. So I think I would definitely say um, it was it was not in vain. Like to just keep going. Um, but also give it all you got. Um, I think i have my my biggest critic sometimes. And when I get in my own head and I have my moments, I'll be like, oh, I'm just going to give up. I'm not going to do that. And so the woman that I'm becoming, I'm going to tell her to keep going, to keep fighting. I think it will be the same advice for 18 year old me. I feel like that is something that will be the driving force to just, you know, just to, just to keep pushing. And so it would be like, girl, remember all of that stuff. Um, that stuff did not break you. Um, and you're using all of that stuff for where it is that you're going. So I think that's what I would say.
1: And what is the biggest insult that you received and how did you handle it?
0: Mm-hmm. There's something wrong with you. All my life. I always heard people say something wrong with her. What is wrong with her? Um, and I had got some encouragement a few years back where God was just like, no, you are different. There there is something wrong with you. And you I took those words and always operated like that's something wrong with me was a bad something. But I'm so grateful, even though I had the experiences that I had when I was when I was younger, a teenager, um, and as I was growing up, um, that I realized that God was really like preserving. Like there were certain things that I was kept from and things that I couldn't do or places that I, you know, situations that he removed me from or doors that were closed. Um and every time I shifted, it was literally for a reason. And God was like, look, I was preserving you. I was setting you apart um, from something. And so the thing that I heard that what's wrong with you and there's something wrong with her was actually, yeah, I I am different. I, I am I am wide a little different and I am built um, the way God wants me to be But it wasn't a bad thing And so I'm very grateful um, That there is something wrong with me But that I just wasn't Into the status quo That God was really preserving me And setting me apart For something else Yeah
1: And how did you learn To walk in humility?
0: Chow When you <laughs> When you are I, Let me let me try to sit back And just think about it I probably have been Homeless Ten times. I mean, it's been a lot. Um, And I I always had money uh, and um, I can remember letting my kids eat before I ate. Like I think humility comes from, you know, when when you when you truly do remember um, where you came from. Um, You know, people like this humble beginnings when you when you remember you operate out of a different mindset. And so it leaves no room for judgment. It leaves no room for questioning anybody else. Like, you know, why are you doing it this way? Why are you like humility was something that was learned because y'all life was ghetto. Um, And so I think that's what it was. It was just knowing what it's like to not have knowing what it's like to be without like, and then when you have another, someone come across you in that same situation, you get a, you get a different, your, your attitude shifts. And so um, my humility is understanding that nothing that I did was by my own account. Nothing that I have, nothing that I've acquired was because I was so great. Um, it's just because of the goodness of God. And then it's, be, you, I just know what it's like to, to not have also. And so I think that that kind of keeps me on the course of humility.
1: Where's leadership in your life today?
0: I don't know what you mean. I have to ask that again. Elaborate a little bit for me, please.
1: Um, so are, are there any leadership roles that you are operating in currently?
0: Um, yes, there, there are. Um, my church has um, these things called life groups. Um, and I have been leading a life group of about 20, 25, 26 women. Um, I was a part of the life group originally um, and the way I got into the role was real crazy. Um, But we have been together for like two years now um, and I just am just really blessed to, have the opportunity to just really walk with these ladies and be transparent with these ladies um, and grow with them. But not really seeing myself as a leader, just seeing myself as like, y'all, we're going to do this together. Um, but so, yeah, that's that's what I do.
1: And who is God to you?
0: Ooh, um God is. God is my, like everything. (laughs) I know that sounds so cliche, but he is my, he's been my protector. God has been my provider. Um, but to go deeper than that, he has been, um, my father. Like I've had to really see him as that like it it really broke me um when I lost my dad when I was seven and I something shifted in me I remember always being praised for like the good grades and all of this um and he passed when I was in like second grade and I can remember going back to school and just being different um I can remember being home and being different and I was not able to process that like we didn't talk much about him after it happened. And so um, for years, I went through life like having God. And, you know, like I, I didn't get saved until I was in um, my 20s. But um, just recently, I was just like, God, you know, you can be this dad. And God was like, You're mourning him. And I know that he's gone and I know the earthly father is gone, but who am I? And so um, he's been this paternal figure um, in the wake of mother rejection. Um, God has been my keeper, you know, um, I am alive because of him. And so he's, he's been so much, um, he's been my dad and he's been my keeper and he's been my friend and he's been my safe space. And so that's who he is.
1: In your biggest struggles, how are you able to stay steadfast, trusting, believing, and thanking God through it all?
0: Um, because I tried everything else.
1: <laughs> um,
0: I tried everything else and nothing else worked. Um, there was no relationships. There was no drugs, there was no alcohol, there was no um, porn, there was no, I mean like there was nothing else right and so how I stayed steadfast was because he he was the source of everything else like everything had to go back through him like everything else there was just sadness and brokenness and depression and thoughts of death and suicide like all of that that's what existed like outside of trying him um, but I remained in him because there has been evidence of 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 his goodness and um, evidence of the freedom that's in him. And so um, when all else failed, like, you know, I tried this, you know, but boy, when I tried him. So I think I think that's what kept me going was just like all this other stuff is just raggedy, you know, and it ain't doing it for me. And so. Um, I think that's what helped me stay the course is that there was so much evidence of him in his life, in my life. Um, you, you know, I tried him and I was like, all right, God, I'm gonna trust you with this one. You, you say, try you. And so, um, I think everything else failed me, but he was the only thing is the only thing that remained consistent and true to his word. And so, Yeah.
1: Is there yeah. anything that you would like to leave the audience with today?
0: Um, I think I think it's going to go back to the purpose of Uncomfortably Cozy, um, is that we have as women have got to get to a place where um, not only are we like finding our voice, but that we're using it, that we understand. Um, that all of the stuff is truly for a reason. Uh, and so I, I think that will be the thing is that it is time for us as women um, to really, really walk into what it is that God has for us to really start owning in on our freedom, to really just be healed and to be whole and not with the understanding that, <clears throat> excuse me, once we do that, everything is going to be perfect. I wish I could say that knowing what I know now, um, there aren't struggles or um, that my thoughts don't get the best of me but understanding that we can take all of those things captive that there is true freedom um, and that we can really live our whole lives and so that's what i want people to know that we can speak up that the stories that we have the testimonies that we have the things that we've been through are not just for us that it can really be the empowering and the motivating force for somebody else um and so i i want this platform to be a place where women begin to say, you know what? Yeah, I struggle with this. I've had this problem. I've had this stuff, but it's not who, it's not what defines me. Um, it is what motivates me, but not, um, just for selfish reasons, but really to, um, be there to inspire and to get other people out. And so I want us to all know that we all have our stuff and we've all been through our stuff. Um, but that there is true victory on the other side of it. Yeah. Okay, so that wraps up the Q&A on our very first episode of Uncomfortably Cozy. Um, <clears throat> I want to just let y'all know um, that this is definitely just also something that uh, a pays for me <laughs> that I'm getting into y'all because I'm telling y'all my business. Um, but I want y'all to also know about the vibe of Uncomfortably Cozy. As you can see, I am in my pajamas and that is something that you can expect Um, with every episode of this podcast, because like I said, these topics, they're going to go in and they are going to be uncomfortable. And y'all already had me crying. I'm like, am I ashy? Um, But we're going to get cozy to do that because that's what it is that we're doing. Um, and then also, my mugs. I'm going to make sure that I have a, a good feature mug for you guys. And so, we're going to really set the vibe and the tone. So, I want to make sure that as y'all dive into this, y'all are putting on your pajamas. Y'all are getting y'all tea because that's what we're going to be spilling. Um, and if you have any questions for me, if you want to do a QA, I'm also going to make sure that I have the email address for Uncomfortably Cozy in the description box. So, you can go ahead and email me your questions. And during our next episode, I can make sure that I plug um, some answers into that for you too. Um, it has been absolutely amazing. I'm honored to sit here, um, in this space to share my life with you. And as we welcome guests in for them to be able to share their stories with you as well, so that you can be encouraged, um, to go on, um, and do the thing that you know you're supposed to be doing. And so until next time, guys, see you.
1: Who is Danny? It's Danny. Who is Danny Sykes? I'm not gonna introduce you as my friend. You can't get my name. <laughs> Who is? I just want to know why you corrected me in the day of that. That's not your name because I didn't hear. I really didn't hear Danny. <laughs> time. because I mean it's not that hard.